You know, you spend so much time sitting at a desk. Maybe you should think about standing at a desk. (laughs) That is so true. I am actually really excited about Uplift Desk. You get to choose so many things like the color of the desktop, the size of the desktop, and they have so many standing desks. I move around all day to get all the different things done between the podcast and real job, etc. So this Uplift Standing Desk, super excited about. And we should also point out if you've never used a standing desk, they move so you don't have to always stand. In fact, they recommend that you should spend about 45 minutes of every hour standing, 15 minutes sitting, because if you spend too much time, you'll strain your back. I also love the fact that they include free shipping. They have free a warranty, a 15-year warranty, not to mention accessories with your desk purchase. And don't worry, they don't wobble. It's completely stable. It's built to last, and you can tell with a 15-year warranty. If you want to look into yours, go to upliftdesk.com slash TCO. You're going to get 5% off your order. That's up L I F T desk.com slash TCO to get 5% off your entire order. And the virtual fitness, you know, you think back to 2016, you know, Peloton was still fairly new, you know, in this virtual fit, fitness thing, there was no mirror. You weren't working out in front of a mirror with someone in the mirror. I mean, that's, that's some 2019 stuff, you know, <laughs> we didn't have that stuff back then. Now it seems a little more like the norm. So I just yeah. wanted to take advantage of you know, especially when you, you put the word out in the Peloton community, there's so many great people with these darn bikes. I mean, it's the amount of relationships and friends I've met through, you know, you talk about it through a bike that goes nowhere. It's incredible, you know, that, you know, for, you know, some of the bad press Peloton got, it's like, just get in the community and meet all the awesome people in there. And you wouldn't say a bad thing about the bike because it's, it's just awesome. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 148. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Holy crap. We are not in Mexico. No. The Crikey. The whole world changed in a week. <laughs> it sure did. Oh, goodness. I hope everybody's doing okay out yeah. there. Oh, it's uh, like so much has happened. So, so much has happened. Yeah, we didn't go to Mexico, but we did order a bidet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sign of the times. Order two of them. Yeah. Front and back. <laughs> Get a little uh, double action going on. No? Mm-mm. Oh. Nope. She's shaking her head at me. I can see I'm going to get an angry email. <laughs> I just got, <laughs> us the, just got us the explicit con mark for the week. Yeah. There we go. Mm. Sorry. But yeah, it's just been crazy. And like it was by the time we recorded last week's podcast until the time we released it, it was like half of it was no longer true. Yeah. Just everything <laughs> just turned upside down. I mean, I, I feel like I don't know if everybody could see it coming because, you know, some people still think it's a hoax. But but I could see that it was coming. I, yeah. I did not think it was going to be here this fast. I really thought we were going to make it to Mexico and make it back. I did. I yeah, did. But no. So uh, no such luck. Nope. But I did rebook our flights for August. Let's try again. Fingers crossed. Yeah. And it saved us like $2,000. Because no one's traveling. Yeah. So the lady was like, go pick your seats because uh, you're the only people on the plane. 
like, sounds like I don't have to pick my seats, but okay. Oh, goodness. So good times. Yes. In all seriousness, I hope everybody is being safe and healthy and social distancing. And I hope that even if you don't believe in it, you're practicing those things. I personally have, I would say, probably cut in half. My doorknob licking. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. So, I'm glad that that's cut down. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, serious times call for serious measures. Yeah, and I, I, am, I am nothing if not serious. I love that the kids weren't concerned until I showed them that dogs can get it the, too. The, the first dog case of coronavirus was just now, confirmed. Now it's real. Now they're, they're wearing masks. <laughs> they're not answering the door. Yeah. They're teenagers, so they... They already had the social distancing thing down. Yeah, we were fine there. That's true. We don't see them for weeks at a time. So but enough of that, I guess. Uh, what do you have in store for people? And will it be true by the time this airs? I have no idea <laughs> if it'll be true because uh, 48 hours is a big difference in times. <laughs> it is. They are a change in. Yes. Uh, so I have no idea, but we will do our best. Basically, we're going to talk about how everything has changed in the last week. Okie dokie. That's pretty much the gist. Okay. Well, I guess before all that, shameless plugs, don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts. That part's still true. You can uh, go there and rate and review and subscribe. Most importantly, subscribe so you never miss an episode. That's not just an Apple Podcast thing. In case you were curious, you can yeah. subscribe pretty much anywhere. So pretty much everywhere. Wherever you're getting them, they have a way to make sure you keep getting them. So you should do that. And uh, we have a new review. I would love to hear it. This is from Kid N, K-I-D-E-N-N. Okay. And they say, fantastically funny and informative. Ooh. The clip out is a great extension of the Peloton community. I can't believe it took me this long to find this podcast. It was fun, funny, and engaging with a mix of Peloton news and dare I say gossip. Love the in-depth interview with uh, fellow Peloton writers. I'm adding the clip out to my weekly listens. Wow. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for such a lovely review. Unless you were kidding. <laughs> I see what you did and there. And then, then that would just be mean. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, also don't forget, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Great way to stay up to date on things throughout the week, especially in these rapidly changing times when things are coming at us fast and furious, except for fast and furious. Yeah. That's odd. That's it's strangely on hold. Yeah. So and so and then also you can check out our website and which every week now I will tell you it should be new. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. Anytime should be new. Uh, this so, is this. Yeah. Fingers crossed. And while you're there, you can subscribe to the newsletter so you can get all the links and show notes and all that stuff sent to you in an easy, digestible format. And there's a donate button if you wanted to do that. Nobody's going to stop you. So that's all that. Uh, let's dig in, shall we? Sure. It's time for news of the Paladin. So to the retroactive surprise of no one. <laughs> Homecoming was canceled this week Yeah Oh my gosh You know I'm pretty sad about it But I mean I get it Just totally to be clear it. like, yeah. It's the right thing to do and, and and if you thought on When it was announced on Friday morning Wasn't that when it was announced? I don't I, even yeah. know I, I, think, you, I think it was Thursday Okay if you weren't sure When it was announced on Thursday If it was the right call I think the subsequent activities Have confirmed that it was the right call. Yeah. Does not make it suck any less. It does not. And just to be clear, it doesn't just suck for all of us not going. It sucks for Peloton. They've yeah. been planning this for a year. 
And, you know, it was all in time for their big changeover to the new studio. So not that they're, you know, complaining about it. I don't I don't mean it like way away. I feel sorry for them. I just mean like they didn't do this decision lightly. Right. Nobody nobody's making these decisions lightly. This is well thought out. And they did what they felt they needed to do. And I think they know a lot of people fly in. And once the airlines started loosening up about letting people out of their flights, yeah. I think they knew that they had a window to kind of let people it's just, take advantage of that. It's so crazy how fast it's it's developing, though, because, you know, when this first when the news first broke, it was like, well, you know, maybe a lot of people were still posting like maybe I won't cancel my flights and stuff because that'll be May. And, you know, even if I can't go for homecoming, I'm still going to go to New York. Right. And now people are like, oh, no, I no. guess guess I will not be doing I'm, that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> If you do want to get on a plane, it seems like it's easier than ever to, to practice social distancing. That is true. There's no one else on that plane from the looks of it. Yeah, but they are no longer serving, at least some of the airlines are no longer serving drink services, meal oh, wow. services, any of that. So yeah. be aware. And also the poor people who have to stay on the plane, you know? Yeah. That's a whole other story. I don't want to make this political, guys. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's difficult not to. It is. It yes. is. But but let me just say, I just hope that everybody can be where they need to be safe. Let yes. me just say that. That is, I I wish that for every single person listening. So on the heels of that, these studios are closed until further notice. Yeah, it looks like they're saying basically they said the uh, end of March, but now they're just saying. We'll see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not till we can change things. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, and then that also goes for the retail stores. Yeah. So the retail stores, they're saying those are closed. And that is, again, at least until the end of March. We'll see what happens. And we had a, uh, a source inform us that in the midst of all this, Peloton yesterday, which would have been the 17th. St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Had their biggest single sales day ever yeah ever yeah and it's not like they've been hurting Mm -mm. i heard sales are so high that even echelon's making money (laughs) actually in all seriousness john mills has been posting like all these different companies talking about different things different aspects and one of them was one of these ridiculous companies saying that they had sold a bunch of stuff. And I mean, it was it wasn't even one we've discussed. Right. So it was <laughs> it was below echelon, whatever it was. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. And they, that means they sold like eight bikes that day. I mean, I don't know. But the point is, is that this, you know, can you even imagine what would happen right now if Peloton had not started this? I mean, people would just be sitting at home with really nothing to do because Because regardless of whether or not you agree with Peloton or you think Peloton's too expensive or you have a Peloton, the bottom line is they started paving the way to get it into people's homes in a different way than people had thought of before. Before it was just the same videos over and over again. Now to have that direct content. Now everybody is adding on. I mean, Planet Fitness is doing Facebook Lives, people. Like (laughs) this is this is crazy, unprecedented. I mean, nobody's watching them, but they're doing them. You know what? I bet that people actually are. I'm sure they are. Because there's a lot of people looking for workout videos for their kids. Mm, That's true. So they're they're actually probably getting traction. Yeah. And then also Peloton Digital is now free for 90 days for new users. Yes. So that instead of the normal, what, 30 day trial, now now you get three months. I mean, that's a big thing because, I mean, once you have it, you're going to love it. You're going to stick with it. 
it's a real gift for people. And it's also it's great for them to get, you know, pulled into the Peloton community. So it's definitely a win win. And then also Peloton stock, which started the week at $17. Now we're at almost $26. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) and as the stock market just completely shits the bed day after day yeah after day but they're going up yeah i mean don't get me wrong it got down there to a pretty icky it place did. yeah you and, know? and there's still been a, a lot of volatility with absolutely it because there's a lot of volatility everywhere uh, sure yeah but but it's nice to see the green amongst all the red <laughs> yeah it's somebody, somebody's normally when you when you see times like this it's like the only people making money are like campbell's soup and gun manufacturers. I, I heard the only companies making money right now are Peloton and Charmin. Yeah. I'm totally making that up. <laughs> that was me being Tom for ah. a second. <laughs> yeah, I feel sorry for Charmin because it's like they're making a lot of money now. Right. But when this is all over, they're not going to sell any toilet paper for like six months because we all got it. Right. Like, like we're, we're going to have it we are forever. so stocked up. And just to be clear, we're not those people that hoarded the no. toilet paper. That's not us. No. So just we've, don't want anyone to think that we did. We've got... Two packages. Right. We we brought f- we bought appropriate amounts right. that then, we normally would have bought, plus like two more weeks. Yes. So, so I think we're okay. Yeah. But uh, there was also an article on uh, Fool.com, which is what the Motley Fool, is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 13 or three reasons why Peloton stock isn't going down. Did you read it? No. Okay. So basically, let's see here. We've got the three reasons are Peloton is riding the wave of social distancing. So- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Duh. And then momentum matters. So they were already such a huge growth swing already. And now they're going to do even better because this quote bothers me. Peloton's decision to throw the masses a bone by giving them digital subscription offering. How is that throwing them a bone? Oh, because this guy is douchey, you know, because you can't just say something nice about a company whenever you're one of these people, apparently. And they do have fool in their title. They do. That's true. And then the third one is Peloton works. So, you know, we can agree there. Yeah. We can agree there, Mr. Motley Fool guy. That's about it. The immortal words of meatloaf. Two out of three ain't bad. (laughs) So some non-coronavirus news. (sighs) That'll be nice, right? Yeah. Peloton's last ride at the old studio happened. It did. uh, Sunday. Wait, what day is it? Today is Wednesday. Okay, so it was Sunday night. And it was like at 5.30 p.m. Because at first they had like a lights out ride scheduled. But then that got taken off. And it was just the together we ride far, which, you know, was great. Um, So Robin did the final one. And yeah, it was almost 13,000 people online. Wow. It was like 12.5 something is the highest number I saw it jump up to. It was good. You know, I feel like that day, that was my third Peloton <laughs> workout that day because I had done a live 30 minute with Rebecca Kennedy for my 150th run. <laughs> and um and then I also did a 30 minute with Jen Sherman, both of which were last rides for those two instructors. And uh, they were super emotional. And I really thought they balanced well. Last ride in the studio. Last ride in the studio. Just None of the instructors are going don't anywhere. Don't cause any panic. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it's funny you say that. Have you seen all of every time the instructors are like, farewell, West 23rd, <laughs> like they get a deluge of where are you going? I, who are these people that don't know what's happening? And I say that like legit, like who I know, I know I'm like super into Peloton. I get that. OK, so there's a curve 
and I am at one end. But who the hell are the people at the other end that don't even know they're moving to another studio? I can't identify with those people. Yeah. Whatever. At any rate, I just want to say that Jen and Rebecca both really, and I heard Toonday did too. I didn't get to watch hers, but I heard, I I did see these myself and, and they just, they balanced it so well between this like calming, like we all need to take this time for ourselves and, and we need to focus on the things we can control. And they balance that very well with it's going to be really sad to move away from here, but we're really excited about the new chapter. Right. And I just thought they did that so well. It was great. Yeah. People do like to focus on the things they can control, but don't take that to mean buy a bunch of toilet paper. No. That's not what that means. No. <laughs> so uh, then they are scheduled to start live classes at yeah. the closed studio. Close for the moment. Like uh, yeah, close to the, the public. The new studio that will be closed to the public. For the time being. Yes. And that starts... Well, when you say closed studio, it sounds like I the know, old right? like, closed totally, down yeah, studio. Like they're going back to the... Clo- yeah. Yeah. No. no. So they are going to start? <laughs> so, yeah, that's just it. They were supposed to start tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. That is no longer the case. We're back to coronavirus news. This just in a couple hours ago... They are going to be doing live rides tomorrow, but they are modifying the schedule. So they're still keeping, they're maximizing social distancing, even for the instructors. So they don't want them in the same place at the same time. Gotcha. So they're they're keeping everybody away. They're keeping production team away from each other. Point being, the Lights Up ride that was scheduled for tomorrow morning has now been postponed until they officially open the Peloton Studios New York at a later date. So that is not happening anymore tomorrow. Gotcha. They are still going to teach a 30-minute Together We Ride at 10.30 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. So the 19th. So by the time everyone hears this, it will have already occurred. But it is changing still. And they said they're only scheduling rides out a few days now because not our normal two to three weeks because everything's happening so rapidly. It's so much in flux that they don't want to lock into something and then have to change it all again. Yes. And they said to note that they are building Encore classes and they will continue to update those on a daily basis. So they recognize that, you know, people want the content. They're at home. They need that content. So they're working on it. So thank you, Peloton, for doing that. Thank you for allowing your employees to work at home. Thank you for allowing people to stay safe and healthy in this crazy, crazy time. Absolutely. So speaking of workouts you could do at home. Yeah. We're giving away a tunnel. (laughs) We are. In the middle of all this, we forgot. (sighs) We didn't forget. But like, it's easy to lose sight of the fact. It is. We're giving away a tunnel. That's really awesome. You know, let me tell you about some really cool content. They've got, tunnel's got their own contest going on. And Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get into the details of that because we got to talk about this contest. Right. But one of the things that you had to do this week was to do five quick fit workouts this week. And I put them all together to be one quick fit workout. So it was 50 minutes long. So it was like all these 10 minute workouts. And it was great because I got a little bit of arms and then I did a little bit of abs and I did a little bit of legs and then I did a little bit of cardio. Awesome. It was fabulous. So for anybody who's like, does Tonal do anything besides just just straight strength, you know, like a bench press? Yes, they do lots. It's really it's a good variety of exercises. So back to our contest. Sorry, Tom. No, that's okay. On the heels of that, I was uh, explaining tonal to a lady I work with. Yeah. And she recently had a baby, but she used to be a power lifter. Really? Yeah. And so so I have to be extra nice to her. Yeah. Uh, she could lift you. Totally. Yeah. I mean, maybe she can't now, but she could then. Right. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that because she got weaker or I got fatter? I'm not I... sure which direction you're going there. 
mm, okay. Why don't you we'll keep just, talking? We'll just, leave it, we'll just leave it at that. I'm not sure who to insult. Yeah, yeah this no, is no. difficult. I would pick the one you're married to to not insult, but that's just me. We have different takes on these things. So, uh, but I, you can take humor better. So, is the thing. So I was explaining it to her, and she was kind of like, eh. You know, and I, she was like, but how much can it really do? And so I explained it to her and I showed her the video and her big concern was like, but can it really do legs? And I showed her that she's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like she was like, now she's totally into it. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. No, it is because I, I do get that question a lot. Like, is it even enough for me? And I yeah. mean, there are people that this is not good for. Like if you've got a squat rack and you're lifting regularly 400 pounds with everything you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This but, probably isn't for you. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. But. I mean, ninety nine percent of people lifting—that's not—that's not it. That's not who they are. Yeah, yeah, and and so it's it's going to be fine for the vast majority of people. So anyway, how do you win one? You go to the clipout.com slash tonal. That's what people are saying. They're yeah. saying shut up yeah. and tell me how to win one. You go to the clipout.com slash tonal. We will also put this in show notes and newsletters and Facebook sisters and things like that. <laughs> and uh, there's just a question. There'll be a, a different question each week. So if you entered last week, you can go and enter again. Some of the extra entries you can only partake in one time, but you can definitely enter the question of the week multiple times or multiple weeks. Multiple weeks. Yes. And I just want to add that you are not required to do any of the extras like right. the only thing you're required to do to enter is, is the, the answer to the question is the question and also we should point out if you missed last week's you're okay you can still do this week so mm-hmm. you don't have to have done last week's to enter this week now obviously the more questions you answer the better your odds but you can still jump on the train now and get an entry or two in there so yeah and boy are you guys excited about this one which i don't blame you yeah. i'm excited too no we've had a great response so holy um, cow we have so it, and again if you missed it it's not like one of the challenges in the past where if you miss the first week you're kind of behind the eight ball and there's no catching up it's not that kind of contest at all so go to the clipout.com slash tonal for your chance to win you alluded to this earlier with planet fitness doing facebook live but like gyms everywhere are like scrambling yeah to try and like Hold on to people They are I, I'm seeing like Before all this <laughs> So I heard From a little birdie That Equinox Has Freezes on their memberships They are up Over 50% Now Keep in mind That was Friday or Saturday That yeah. I heard It's been I don't even know What freaking day it is anymore Because I don't go outside now So I don't <laughs> I don't know it was like three days ago is my point. And so who knows how many have been added to that since then, but it's like at an all time high and other gyms are trying to figure out quickly. They're trying to adapt to this freeze system. There's a lot of gyms that didn't have this ability right now. They're trying to quickly figure out how can we freeze? And then, like you said, we have all these other gyms trying to get online and like do classes with the people that come in week after week after week. Right. I, you know, I, it's not Jim, but I ran into this with AMC. I do their A-list thing, which is for 20 bucks a month. You can see up to three movies a week. And I was like, well, and I, you do. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess I need to stop this for a little bit because they don't have movies anymore. And this was before they just flat out closed. And it was like I went to the chat queue and it was like, you are the 674th person in line. Whoops. I'm like, oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a while. Yeah. Did you feel like, did you feel like Beetlejuice whenever he goes? To- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My head was really tiny. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure that they're scrambling. And especially a lot of those people are probably doing things like sampling Peloton in the interim. It's has to scare 
the crap out of them. Yeah, especially small businesses. I mean, so much turned on its head right. in seven days that like nobody knows which way is up. Everything is insane. So when you when you're starting to look at all these people that are, are thinking about Peloton or they're thinking about other ways to work out from home and they're really focused on it, you got to wonder, are they going to go back to the right. gym when this is all over? Yeah, if they get used to it and they were like, oh, I could just buy this piece of equipment and for, you know, what will be comparable to the cost of the gym or even less, especially in the long term less. Yeah, like it's going to get real ugly out there for them. It's going to get ugly out there for a lot of people, but it's going to get ugly out there for gyms just because that's what we talk about. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a little scary out there. It I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Say so, something funny. <laughs> now there's so much pressure. What is this? WKDQ? So since we were talking about all these different things that you can do at home, I did want to bring up the fact that there are things besides Peloton. I, you know, here's my reasoning. For every, I, I don't deserve to have my Peloton card taken. Here's why. One, because both of these mention Peloton. And two, because not everybody has a Peloton bike or tread and maybe they have kids that even if they do they don't want their kids on their bike that's fair or maybe they're just too young to be able to get on the equipment so i wanted to provide some options and um so there's going to be some articles listed in the newsletter there's one for mashable.com that you will see it's workout apps apps and youtube channels for working out at home and then the other one is the one you mentioned tom It's from a radio station, WKDQ, and it's all about seven free at-home workouts to replace canceled group exercise. So lots and lots of option. And again, Peloton was mentioned in both. Awesome. And then Salty Chick. (laughs) Well, that's just what I called her. (laughs) Oh, I thought that was like her Twitter handle or something. You were just calling her Salty. I just called her Salty. Oh, I thought that was like... (laughs) Her shtick. Oh, man, you just really <laughs> pulled back the curtain on my notes. <laughs> I, I feel attacked. <laughs> well, luckily, thanks to social distancing, she can't come get you. <laughs> That's funny. So if you haven't heard, there was an article in Jeze- at Jezebel.com. And the title of the article is Peloton certainly is smug right now. And um, but Peloton has said nothing right about all this other than Hence canceling why I said she's yeah. salty. I wasn't disagreeing. I know, but somebody else called her that, and it, it rung true to right. me. Like I was like, you know, this person is salty. So as I was typing up the notes, that that comment was in my head because you're right. Peloton has done nothing to deserve that. Like, right. like they didn't sit there and go nana nana boo boo. Even though right. they, they could, it would be well deserved. But here's the thing. Peloton is so above that. That's just not who they are. And then they would be salty. They would. And it would be childish and immature and petty. And cruel in light of the fact that people are going to get sick and some of them aren't going to make it. So absolutely. So obviously they wouldn't spike the ball like that. They would never do that. um, But they're providing people opportunities in, in a marketplace that has rapidly shifted in their favor in a way they could have never predicted nor desired yeah yeah they they were doing just fine they don't need a global pandemic too (laughs) exactly and to my point earlier you know they're the exact opposite of smug right now like they had a lot to celebrate this time of year and to to invite people to them to be able to talk about it and now they they're unable to do that so there's nothing about them that is smug so this chick is salty and she deserves (laughs) to be called that 
even though I'm a little embarrassed that you called out my notes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that just seems, yeah, unfair. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of all this, you also have your fight camp. I have. To keep you occupied. And you know what? I tell you, there is nothing more satisfying than hitting that bag <laughs> as hard as I can. Do you pretend like it's the coronavirus? I pretend it's something. <laughs> I, I don't think I should say out loud who I think it is. <laughs> but um, I think they can surmise. Go for it. The CEO of Echelon. <laughs> I, they are on the list. <laughs> I just have a slideshow of different people, yeah. and they're they're like up on the bag. I just project them onto the bag. That's so. why they made the bag white. That is, so yeah, you, totally. You can project <laughs> like a movie screen. <laughs> Fight camp. I think I have an idea for you. I have a new accessory, a little slide projector, and you can project the people faces of people you don't like up there. And just to be clear, my whole point to that is it is it is really satisfying to wear out your body in a different way without thinking like you're just like literally wailing on this bag. Like it feels it feels pretty good. <laughs> it does. There's there's a lot of uncertainty and anxiety that is welling up right now. And <laughs> that is uh, true. I enjoy beating the crap out of the bag. It's very therapeutic for me. So enjoying it still on the prospect path, checking out the different instructors and all the different moves that you can do. Yeah. So learning all of that. I'm at four rounds, you know, but it's nice because I can tack that on to a Peloton ride or before or after. And and the great thing is, is it works your body in a completely different way than the Peloton. So it's a very nice compliment right. to it. So it's great. Awesome. And if people are interested, they can go to joinfightcamp.com and uh, check out all the stuff they got there. Yeah. And if you end up buying one, make sure you tell them that the clip out sent you at the little end of their survey when you buy it. Yes, please. So uh, celebrities and the Peloton news. They've been everywhere because they, celebrities have been posting because they're at home, too. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Their homes are nicer, but they're at home. Yeah. And uh, we stumbled across a new one this week. We did. I don't think I've seen anybody talk about this one yet. I don't think I have either. So Andrea Barber, a.k.a. Kimmy Gibble. Gibbler. Gibbler. Off of From Full House, guys. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that show so much. I love Fuller House, too. Watched them both every single episode. Yes, I did. I was like 35 when the show started, so. Yeah, we have a little bit of an age I gap. I really watch it so much. Mm -hmm. I'm aware of it. Yeah. But, well, uh, it's great. It's great. And I uh, love. It's like that generation's Brady Bunch. It is. You know? It is. Although I watched that, too. But well, yeah. it was in reruns whenever I watched it. It was also in reruns when I watched it. Okay. <laughs> it came. It started in 1969. You just talked about how you were 35 when was, Full House oh, came out. I'm that, just saying, I don't know where the line is, that Tom. That might have been a bit of hyperbole. <laughs> I was probably like 18 or 19 when Full House started. Okay, well, so, I was... Calm down. Like 10. <laughs> I was negative... One when the Brady Bunch started. Okay, okay, all right, we've got I this. I also watched it in reruns. Okay, shoo. Ah, so, <laughs> welcome to the Peloton family, <laughs> Andrea Barber. Yes, I'm sure, she's listening to all this. If she had been, she's not anymore. Right? She's like, oh my god. <laughs> and, uh, it's and, exciting though. Yeah, and then um, some. NBA players I guess have them People keep sending us pictures of <laughs> Like look at this person that has A Peloton and we're like who the Hell is that yeah you know you guys Know when you send me this stuff you gotta tell Me who it is because if it's sports Related I don't know but like Especially if it's NBA just because Like 
Well, I mean, we barely know anything about sports as it, as it is, but we don't have an NBA team <laughs> in this town. We and like I, I won't say we never have, but it's been a we had a, it. It was guess, like in 1955, right? Like it, it was like an ABA team that became an NBA team or some crazy stuff like that. So this town doesn't really know a whole lot about basketball in the same <laughs> no. way. That Chicago or Detroit or right. Boston, and might. then Tom and I know even less, right? And then whatever that average, whatever that median knowledge amount is, we're like in the second percentile for knowing. So, like, yeah. don't just send us a random picture of a basketball player unless it's Mar- Meadowlark Lemon. <laughs> I'm not going to know who it is. If well, they were never trapped on Gilligan's <laughs> Island, I will not know who they are. <laughs> okay, but we got a couple this week, and Stephen Curry who is a uh, NBA champ for the Golden State Warriors. So Jeff Shellman sent us that one via email, and he knew that you wouldn't know. He well, thought I had a chance, but he was wrong. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you for knowing that I don't know anything about that stuff. Um, and then Allie on Instagram sent us one, uh, a player from the Wizards, John Wall. I don't know who okay. that is either, but he was really enjoying riding his Peloton, and he had it in his story this week on Instagram. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. I, yeah, when I saw that one, that was a typo. I'm like, Wall and Oats? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Ellen posted a video. Yeah, did you actually get to watch I the did, video? from her Peloton. Oh, my God. It was so funny. You guys, she was on her Peloton watching Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> She said, I'm feeling a little meta right now. <laughs> I would think uh, the instructor was probably a little hurt. Well, maybe she was doing a just ride. She didn't show us. Okay. You don't know. Don't judge Ellen. She was probably on there all day. Have you seen how many videos she's been posting? That woman is bored out of her gourd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is someone that likes to kind of be on the go. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, finally, Bex Gentry. Country One of your music, other favorite country music. Country music superstar, <laughs> Bex Gentry, was uh, featured in an article in fastrunning.com. Yes, and you know, it's really it's kind of sad that it came out this week because there's just so much not happening in the sports world right now, but it was talking all about how she's interviewed. They interviewed her and yeah, talked to her. Yeah, the sports world, it's ugly for them. Like it I so is. I was flipping through cable the other night and I landed on ESPN and it was just an 8-year-old girl playing jacks. <laughs> You said that during our Facebook Live the other day. Did I? Ah, God dang it. Well, maybe people didn't watch the Facebook they, Live. There were a lot of people that didn't. It was it was only the people that like love us the most gotcha. that watched it. Well, if you have already heard that joke, thank you. <laughs> okay, how about this one? It was just two guys playing catch. <laughs> there you go. Is that better? Okay. Although that reminds me of that uh, video that you showed me that those guys were at the apartment <laughs> building. badminton outside of their apartment when building yeah like out like on the ninth floor they were each hanging out a window like several doors down playing badminton back and forth it was great i love that people are being creative and witty in this crazy time i will say about this article going back to this article from bex gentry just to say how fast bex gentry is and like how talented she is right in 2019 she ran hong kong boston and new york marathons she went from 329 in her 2016 London debut. Okay, so three hours, 29 minutes. Okay. That's how ridiculously short it took her to run 26.1 miles. Okay, but then when she was in New York, she ran it in two hours and 37 minutes. So basically, you know, no big deal. Just shaved like an almost an entire hour off of that. And she finished 18th place in the race, 18th 
fastest performance in the UK. And not only that, she also got a PR during the half marathon portion of one hour and 16 minutes. Wow. I just wanted to tell you that Beck Gentry is fast. You know, before we roll into the interview, Mm -hmm. we should probably talk about the fact that this week's interview He talks a lot about an event that he has coming up called Peloton for Parkinson's. Yes. And unfortunately, that event has been postponed. It has. And we don't have a date on when it's going to come back because the thing is, is that one of Eric's dreams is to be able to have people kind of create their own, you know, experience in their hometowns to help out and and recreate that. And there, you know, he doesn't want to bring people together to do that right now. Obviously, we could all ride at home, but he can't do that in a gym right now. So we're going to wait till things he's going to wait until things kind of chill out a little bit and then uh, we'll be back. But we still wanted to share his story with you. Absolutely. So uh, we all also wanted to let you I know. I dare you not to cry. Yeah. But, uh, but we also wanted to let you know you're going to hear us talk about some stuff that is no longer occurring. So you've just kind of been been warned about that. So uh, so I guess. You know what people love to do? What's that? Eat. But you know what they maybe hate to do or don't have time to do? Cook. Cook. Yeah. Some people love to cook. I'm not true. one of those people. And I really like when we are able to find something amazing like Factor. Whenever I checked into Factor, I got a box of keto for you. Okay. And I got the calorie smart for me uh, because I know that meat is the focus of your meal. That it is. And for me, I'm like, I want to try all the things. So as long as it's healthy, I'm good. It can be any kind. But... The nice thing is these are like two minute meals. You fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant quality meals and they're ready to heat and eat whenever you are. And you know what? We even did the math. The Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every single meal is dietitian approved. It's the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily. No prep, no mess meals. Head to factormeals.com slash TCO50 and use code TCO50 to get 50% off. That's code TCO50 at factormeals.com slash TCO50 to get 50% off. Here we go. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of a Skypephone is Eric Tostrud. Hey, Eric, how's it going? It's going very well. How's it going with you guys? It's going good. So I don't know if you remember, but a, a little while back we did an interview with Tune Day where I missed the beginning of the interview because I was stuck on a plane and then well, things weren't going well. And so I guess today to make up for that, I'm going to have to do the heavy lifting because right as we were getting ready to record this, <laughs> Dang it! Peloton released a line of clothing. So... Shut up. So uh, I, I guess I'll ask what I always ask, which is how did you find Peloton? <laughs> well, you know, it certainly wasn't for the clothing, although I like it. I just don't buy as much of it. As, unless, unless I have credits, that's when I buy clothes. Uh, so I found Peloton. I really think the first time I ever saw Peloton was probably like online or like a Facebook social media post where I saw that and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Spin classes that I can take from my house and I don't have to leave the house. I'm in. (laughs) So I really wanted one bad. But obviously that, you know, the the price tag of the Peloton, it makes it something you you typically you got to save for. You got to work for. Right. Super cool thing. Kind of long story short with how I got my Peloton. So I've been 
doing personal training and group fitness training on the side for, oh, since like 2008, when I got divorced, you know, you get divorced. And I always tell people you do one or two things, you hit the gym or you hit the bar. Well, I hit the (laughs) bar for like 30 days. And then I hit the gym and got in pretty good shape. People ask you what you do. And it kind of slowly morphed into being a trainer. Well, when the Peloton came out, I think it came out a little before this, but uh, around Christmas of 2015, all these people I'd been training for seven or eight years, the local ones, because some of them I, I help nationally, but the local ones said, hey, we're all getting together for a, for a drink down at a, at a local bar. We want you to come down after class. I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds fun. Kind of a impromptu holiday thing. Well, I show up as sure as, and sure as heck, they've got this whole big party plan. They got video shot. They've got cards and banners up and their big really what amounted to a thank you gift for me was my was a peloton spin bike oh my gosh yeah so i was pretty there's a video on youtube you can see it i was like blown away i mean that was such a neat thing and i told them in my little thank you thank you speech to them that i was gonna i was totally humbled by that gift and i was gonna figure out a way to to pay it forward and so that's really you know really when you look at this peloton for parkinson's thing it never would have happened if it wasn't for these you know, and I think a hundred, hundred plus people, you know, with this, this really generous gift to me, that's where it came from. Well, so I know we were going to wait a little bit, but like, tell us about that. Tell us about Peloton for Parkinson's, how you came up with it, how it got started, what your inspiration for it was and how it grew. So the, that spring, so this was spring of 2016. My mom was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Well, I think it was around 2005. And growing up, my mom was super athletic, super fit, you know, didn't drink, didn't smoke, ate great food. I mean, she was like all of our role models for for health, right? And so she gets diagnosed with this crappy disease, you know, and when someone takes care of themselves, to me, it's especially unfair. unfair. Yeah, absolutely. So spring of 2016, after I got this bike, my mom and dad are over. She was still doing pretty well then. You know, she could move, but, you know, her, her mentally she was doing real well then. She just, you know, it was the shaking and the, and the stumbling, having trouble walking. And her and dad were over for coffee and we were just chatting. And I was walking her out to the car and I actually stopped and I have a selfie that I took at this time. I'm walking her out to the car, you know, and this thing, hey, how do I pay this spin bike forward? This thing had been sitting in my head. I'm walking her out to the car and I said, mom, stop. I want to take a picture right now of you and I. And I take this picture. I said, you know that spin bike, that Peloton bike, you know, with the TV on it. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I know what I'm going to do to pay that forward. I said, they have classes all day. And it just, this was the beginning of April. So it was part of April's Parkinson's Awareness Month. I said, I'm going to ride every one of their live classes all day. And I'm going to try and raise money for Michael J. Fox Foundation and Team Fox. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet, honey. Good for you. (laughs) She's like, you know, my parents have always known I'm a little bit crazy when it comes to this fitness stuff. I'll just kind of do it without any training and just, I'm just going to run this or do this. And that's where it began is that moment walking my mom out to, out to her car. That's where, that's where the idea was, was sprung and you know, it, it grew from there. And that's such a parental response, right? Like, it just, <laughs> like my mom was always the same way. Okay, yeah, sure you are. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds neat, honey. <laughs> she, quite, she quite grasped what it was I was saying. I'm like, mom, I'm gonna sit on a spin bike. Have you been on a spin bike on those seats? We're gonna sit on one for like twelve hours. So yeah, it was, it was really, it was really, it's a really, really great memory. You know, I'm actually looking at that picture that I have. Up on my, I'm sitting at my office in my gym, and I'm I, I can look at that selfie that I took right then. So it's a really neat thing to have now. And when was that? 
That was spring in 2016. So the first Peloton for Parkinson's, it was like the first week of April. It might've been the end of March, but it was like right at the beginning of the month. I'm like, okay, I'm doing this the end of the end of this month. So bam, you know, I got it into gear, you know, in that first year, you know, it was small. I had a studio in my home. My third stall, my garage is actually walled off with fitness studio. And so I had my Peloton there. I had two other spin bikes, you know, my friends that live locally that had chipped in to buy this thing for me. And I, and I, you know, work out with, they came and signed up and rode with me during the day. And I did a lot of Facebook posting and live video and whatnot. And that first year was, you know, really kind of thrown together. I, you know, it, it was really neat from a Peloton community standpoint, you know, I put it in the, in the, the official Peloton group and some of the other tribe groups and the response from the Peloton community that had connections to Parkinson's, it was really unreal. I got to meet Kevin Schmidt, who's a, who's, you know, now is a really uh, great friend of mine. You know, he had Parkinson's, he's in Montana. He's like, this is great. I love what you're doing. The kind of neat thing, a little side story on it is when I came up with the idea, I thought, you know, am I nuts? Like physically, am I nuts? And like, are people going to care to do this? Like, can I get people behind this? And I emailed two people right away. And I chose people that I didn't know really well, because I wanted them to be honest with me versus, you know, how your friends always just say, yeah, yeah. that's great. And then, you know, they, they think everything you do is great because they're your friend. I wanted to email two people from the Peloton community that really were kind of strangers that I'd never met in person. And so I email Howard Godnick, who I don't know if you guys know Howard at all. He's the one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, no, we, we, he, we interviewed him a while back. Yeah. Yeah. Howard's the one that writes the poems and he wrote the poem for the, for the, for my mom, for the, the, our shirts and the event that took place two years ago in Mall of America. So Howard was one of the first people I email, right? And I say, here's what I'm doing. I know you don't know me, but here's what I'm thinking of doing. Am I nuts? Do you think people will do this? He messaged me back. And I don't know if you know this about Howard. Howard messages me back and he says, it's so funny you're reaching out to me. Like, I almost think he borderline thought maybe I knew this connection that he had, but I really didn't. He (laughs) says he got an award, you know, to me here in the Midwest, it was kind of like what we have here, the Susan G. Coleman Award. He like got this award in New York City for his effort in life and his, I think, some philanthropic connection and just, you know, being an all around great guy. Right. I forget the name of the award off the top of my head, but he got this award and he sends me a video clip and he said, here's this award I got. And my good friend, Michael J. Fox, presented this (laughs) award to me. I'm like, you're kidding me. So the first (laughs) guy I reach out to is connected to very direct connection. Yes. Team Fox. I'm like. If that's not someone telling you, yep, you should be doing this, I don't know what is. So I was I'm like, I'm in. And that really, that was really, I thought that was really neat that the first guy I messaged was totally you know, already connected to Michael J. Fox and Team Fox, you know, and you just happened to be friends with Michael J. Fox. And I, just I, for all of our listeners, uh, Howie Godnick actually tells that story in his interview that we did. So uh, if you want to hear never, the whole story. I need to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, That's Tom's hilarious. looking up the episode right now. But yes, the he told that story and um, how they became friends, and it's a really good and background. The, and that's episode 20. Thank you. If anybody wants to check one. it Thank out. Thank you. I missed that one. Yeah. And <laughs> while that's a 
with all this stuff going on, I don't get to sit around and listen to podcasts as much. Sure. I still want to get my own rides in. Absolutely. <laughs> and there's like 150 of them now. It's a lot. To, I know. Well, in the to, trainers, if you mute the trainers, I think I think there's some background software. I think they know if we mute them. <laughs> they'll, they'll send you a nasty message. If they'll you send you that. an Instagram. Hey, you were doing what I said you were supposed to be doing. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. While, while that is a great reply from Howie, I'm a little disappointed that it didn't rhyme. <laughs> you know, if I look back at it, it might have. I just maybe didn't okay. know. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. I'm mean, just like, boy, talk about just an illusion shatter. <laughs> <laughs> he, he isn't Dr. Seuss. I know. <laughs> Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Too funny. Okay, so what was your original goal of doing? It was raise money, but like, how did you come up with, I'm going to ride all day? I mean, what, what? I just want, you know, I guess I see, you know, when you look at it, you know, you look at the, you know, how people raise funds for charity a lot, at least the things that resonate with, with me, it's when people do crazy stuff. And I'll say stuff because I don't know if you can swear on your podcast or not. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's it's when people do crazy stuff, you know, they do things that, you know, it's, it's attention grabbing. You know, if you say I'm going to ride a spin bike all day, most people act, look at you like you're nuts. And then yes. the, the some people go, sweet, sounds fun. I'm in. I love those people. <laughs> so it just, you know, it was more like, you know, to ride. You know, and the neat thing is how I've set the, the event up now is in the Peloton community. You don't have to ride all day. Some people do. I usually get a dozen to a half dozen people like I'm riding all day with you. And we text and Facebook and live, you know, and, and FaceTime and all that stuff. But, you know, now it's, you know, people, people ride a ride, a ride, ride one, ride two, put one on demand. You know, so just for me, the all day thing to me was more of a, you know, it makes it a challenge. You know, it makes it something where I'm accomplishing something. I, I like to try and accomplish stuff physically that maybe is really, really hard and challenging. So it put a challenge out there for me with the the real awesome goal of just raising money for Parkinson's and trying to, you know, trying to find a cure. So eventually I don't have to have the, the Peloton for Parkinson's. Yeah, and I guess what, there's so many people doing things like that that you also need something that's just going to kind of cut through, cut through the clutter, yeah. you know? Yep, yep, yeah. I mean, you know, it's you know, and I didn't want to do like you know, I didn't want to nothing against races and stuff. Races are great, but there's you know, like you said, there's so many of them. Like I want to do something different. And the virtual fitness, you know, you think back to 2016, you know, Peloton was still fairly new. You know, in this virtual fit, fitness thing, there was no mirror. You weren't working out in front of a mirror with someone in the mirror. I mean, that's that's some 2019 stuff. You know, <laughs> we didn't have that stuff back then. Now it seems a little more like the norm. So I just yeah. wanted to take advantage of, you know, especially when you you put the word out in the Peloton community. There's so many great people with these darn bikes. I mean, it's the amount of relationships and friends I've met through. You know, you talk about it through a bike that goes nowhere. It's incredible. You know that you know for you know some of the bad press Peloton got. It's like. Just get in the community and meet all the awesome people in there, and you wouldn't say a bad thing about the bike because it's it's just awesome, you know. And it's okay. it's the people and it's the this cool bike that we all that we all have in common. I totally agree. It's a misnomer that it goes nowhere. I think the bike really yeah. can take you everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> well, it's, yeah it's totally funny. It's like it goes nowhere, but holy cow! Look at look at the list of people that I now consider really good friends. Some of them I maybe haven't met in person, but I consider them really good friends. You know, it's well, cool. And it's like I say to Crystal all the time, like, you're not popular until people hate you. Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's one of the metrics now. Like, oh, people hate it? Then it, then that uh -huh. that's the true sign of popularity. <laughs> well, and it really is. And, you know, you look at there's some people in media, that's their hook. Is, oh, yeah, it's totally. popular. I'm yeah. going to hate it. You write a blog right. about how much I hate it. 
Oh my God. Yes. A, you know, there's a local, there's a local DJ here. I stopped listening to 15 year, years ago. Cause that was a stick. If a movie was popular, I hate that movie. Oh, this TV yeah. show. I hate, like, no, yes. That's so irritating. Like things are good or bad and you can say something is good even if you don't enjoy it. If you can see the value in it, right. you can still talk about the value you, even if it's not for right. you. Right, you can acknowledge <laughs> quality without it but still have it be like but it's not my thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah some film... people get bored as heck sitting on a bike that doesn't go anywhere. They're like, "Why would you do that when you can go ride a bike outside?" I live in Wisconsin. (laughs) Right. It's not, you can't do that every weekend. Like there's weather limiting that is at play there. (laughs) Yeah. There's a film critic like that named Armand White. And he's kind of notorious for if there's a movie that everybody loves, Uh, he'll write the bad review. So it doesn't get a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So like literally uh, like what a shit bag. Like, (laughs) He, oh, hey, we can swear. Sweet. Right. Yeah, he's like, now you tell me. The gloves are off. I, uh, but like, he like literally was like, gave a bad review to Toy Story 3. What? What? Like, How can you give like, a bad review to Toy Story 3? Right. And, like, I mean, it's crazy. He stopped so many movies from getting 100%. He's weird. Yeah. Very, very weird. <laughs> Anything to get attention. Yeah. Well, uh, I have a question, though. When you do these rides all day, uh, do you go all out? Do you always do what the instructors say? Or do you kind of take it easy and like kind of go at an even keel throughout the day? <laughs> okay. Well, so now the end, if you're a Peloton instructor, you have to now put it on mute and you can't listen to this part. No, I do anything I want during the day. <laughs> I think they would agree with you. I don't I don't yeah, think I, they would I, be mad. I think they would be like, you're going to do it all day. That's a different thing than what we're teaching up right. here. You need to modify. I think they would agree. For sure not. Yeah, no, they'd be totally funny. But yeah, I kind of do what I want, especially those early years where it was basically a team of me. So I'm like, I got to do a live Facebook post. I got to do this. I got, oh, we need a picture of that. I'd stay on the bike, but I do it all. You know, and then in the <laughs> afternoon, you know, there's no there's no live classes from what one thirty to three thirty. So I got two hour break. The year we did it, the Mall of America, I went out and got one of those chair massages. So that was kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But, but yeah, no, I kind of do my own thing. One neat thing was I think it was the first year that after Jess's three thirty ride, the first year. So this is class eight of the day. I can't remember. Whatever. So it's a, whatever the three thirty ride would be for a day on a Friday. I set up a 45-minute PR. Oh, <laughs> That's like, crazy. Somebody there, oh, I know what it was. Someone, one of my friends who was there said for every, I can't remember if it was, it was wattage-based or miles-based or whatever, he's like, I'll give you like 50 bucks or something. I'm like, all right. So all of a sudden, I just went and I set a PR on the 330 ride the first year. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I haven't done that <laughs> since. You know, <laughs> yeah, you went too hard. <laughs> <laughs> you set the bar too high. Yeah. Uh, so, have you seen a lot of growth over the years in the uh, raised, involvement? It's pretty neat. We raised the first year. We raised like we've doubled basically every year. So wow. it went from wow. four to well, it went from four to eight the first two years, or four to ten somewhere like above and beyond fifty percent. And then the third year we had at the Peloton store, which was at the Mall of America. That's only about 35 minutes from my house here. We're just across the border in Wisconsin. We had it at the Mall of America and Peloton was kind enough to send some extra bikes. And so we did it there and a whole bunch of people showed up to the mall and they had to like unlock the doors at 430 in the morning to let us in. And we, we rode there. So that got some nice publicity. And where I was, where I was working, I, you know, Mayo Clinic Sports Medicine uh, backed it. So that helped. 
that year at the mall, which was now two years ago, right? That year we raised 22,000 and some change. Wow. And then last year we had it here at a, at a local gym and I started to incorporate Peloton. And then I wanted people, you know, I didn't want to make it exclusive to just people with Pelotons. Sure. So we, we had it in a spin studio and that's where I'm going to do it this year in my own gym. We had it in a, in a spin studio at Riverfront Athletic Club, which is a really another awesome gym here in Hudson. And we had Peloton. Some of the classes were, were the Peloton instructors being projected up so other people could see the instruction. And then some of the classes had Peloton going at the same time as a live instructor were, was teaching the class. And then the six o'clock class last year was actually the first spin class I've ever taught. And it was like, there's like 40 people in there. And last year, we ended up raising over 50,000. Wow. Nice. So so if I do my math correctly, that means this year I have to, I have to raise 100,000. Okay, well, that's a big goal. <laughs> that's a high bar. You can think of all the people you can add in now because of all the flywheel at home people. <laughs> yes, I saw that. That's, yeah, huh? Well, that too, and we're really trying to, I'm trying to get satellite locations set up. So, oh, you know, cool. by the time this airs, it'll, you know, I've got some posts out there. By the time this airs, those, there'll hopefully be some set up where people who are interested, I'll help them set up exactly what I'm doing. You know, like have a, have some spin instructors, have some bikes, and they'll be able to use my registration page. So they kind of the back work is taken out of it. They just need to find a space and coordinate that. And then on top of that, too, some of the Peloton stores, you know, there's been people who live close to Peloton stores getting them involved. So I'd really like to get some more, you know, kind of between Peloton stores and satellite locations, get some more places going because there's so many, you know, I've met hundreds of people in our community that that have this connection to Parkinson's, either themselves, their spouse, you know, their mom and dad, or maybe, you know, someone, a grandma and grandpa who passed away. There's so many people affected by Parkinson's. It really blew me away. So we're, I'm hoping to really get it growing so we can, you know, we can hit that $100,000 mark. Well, so if people want to jump on board, what's the best way for them to go about doing that? As far as, you know, to, to register, it's uh, www.peltonforparkinsons.com. For people who, you know, early on now when we're recording this, people who want to get involved with like maybe getting one of the Peloton stores involved or getting the satellite location set up, that's where they can just message me on Facebook. We have a Peloton for Parkinson's Facebook page. You know, I'm on Instagram. I'm basically, I'm just like on all the socials. They can message me and then I've been talking to people and sending them, here's kind of what you need, you know, based on what they're looking for. And we should hopefully by the time this airs, we should have a food, at least hopefully three or four satellite locations and then some of the stores popping up here where they'll get involved so people can just go into a Peloton store and ride the ride, you know, and obviously they can ride on their own bike too. Awesome. And just so people know, like that Peloton for Parkinson's is the use the number four, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, it's Peloton for the number four Parkinson's with the S on the end dot com. Perfect. And uh, I will put a post up on the clip out page and group just kind of putting out there that you're looking for people to find stores that if they want to do their own satellite locations, how to reach out to you. Yeah, that'd be great. And I actually made a, I shot a video last week. I've kind of talking about it a little bit. I can send that to you as well. And you can just share that video too. Yes, please do. Yes. I'll send that to you. That'd be, I'd really appreciate that. That'd be great. Absolutely. I, I think what you're doing is amazing. And I know that the Peloton community wants to help you. And it's difficult to only use the official Peloton page. I don't know how the standards have changed over the year. I've seen other people have their posts taken down if it's for donations anymore. Is that 
I don't know if that's true or maybe they did something else to kind of break the rules. But yeah, um, they usually leave most of the ones I've said, you know, I don't ever mention donation. uh, That's the key. That's the key. It's, you know, I say, hey, here's what's going on. A lot of people know about it. I'll get tagged in posts saying, hey, is that Peloton for Parkinson's thing going on? You know, and there's there's this thing with, you know, with charity, which, yeah, it's great to get donations. And in the end, that's what's going to help find a cure for Parkinson's. But there's something to be said, too, for awareness. You know, yes. it's like, hey, just get involved. If you want to hop on your your spin bike and you don't even want to register, you know, like, obviously, I want people to register because then they get a T-shirt. And, you know, we're going to have registration levels this year where, you know, $40 gets you a T-shirt, $75 maybe gets you a T-shirt and a hat. You know, we're going to create kind of those tiers. But even if people just want to hop on and ride and change, you know, I have everyone change their their profile pic on the Peloton to our logo, which is really neat. So then when you go into a class and if there's, you know, there's 100 people riding for Peloton for Parkinson's and you keep seeing the, this logo repeated over and over and over again, it's super cool. You know, it's a Absolutely. really neat thing that, that people are thinking about this issue. And for me personally, you know, it's a way to honor my my mom and, and now my dad, who was my mom's corner man. The kind of the backstory on last year and really why we raised so much money last year. And I like to think she did this on purpose is my mom passed away a week before the event last year. So it was her disease had progressed to Lewy body dementia and she was about 60 pounds when she passed away. So I would have rather had her pass away the year before. You know, there was she she didn't have a real good quality of life. I remember seeing that and it was it was super sad. And uh, it was it was sad. But, you know, when you're when you're seeing your mom, who is this fit, really healthy person and she's mentally checked out and her body, I mean, she 60 pounds. That's crazy. You know, it was I, I, I had more relief for her to get out of this body she was trapped in than, you know, anything else. Honestly, it really for me outweighed the sadness because, you know, like she's a heck of a lot better off. I can deal with the fact that, you know, I'll see her again in time. I'm yeah. fine. I'm just happy she's out of she's out of pain and out of that body. So, and my, you know, our kind of a little bit morbid joke was she did it on purpose a week before the event because she knew we'd raise more money. <laughs> that was very giving mom, of her. She did. I mean, you know, she, you know, you look back at some of those videos I posted, like the day before the first one ever, she was having a horrible day. My dad's like, I don't think she's going to be able to come over. And I've got this video of her riding, and Christine played uh, all that Coldplay song. Fix you. Oh. Fix you. Yes. Christine played fix you for my mom. Here's my mom doing a full ride. She went like 10 miles. She had felt terrible the day before. And she's out, you know, she rode every year up till last year. She rode at the Mm. Mall of America. I mean, she was about it. She was about the the size of the the bike seat and she's on there and we couldn't get her to stop. (laughs) So she loved Peloton for Parkinson's. I mean, she was all about it. So and my dad, sounds... my dad really, my dad really, really loved it too. You know, he would brag to all his friends and he'd call me every day and, Hey, how are we doing? What's new? What's going on? What's the donation at? He had his, his bracelets and all his stuff. Well, my dad ended up passing away very unexpectedly at the end of June last year. Oh, and back so, to back. Like, I'm so sorry. Oh my yeah, gosh. Thank you. Yeah. So that was unexpected, but there again, I always try to look at, okay, what are the good side of this stuff? And really, my dad didn't want to be around without my mom. You know, we we tried to, hey, come on, dad, we can go do this and that. And even when she was still around, he didn't like to go out without her. You know, my dad was at my mom's side all day, every day. And so when she wasn't there anymore, he wanted to go be with her. So we we kind of say he died of a broken heart. It was unexpected. But so this, this year's honestly a little bit tough because I don't have my dad that, you know, when you guys said, hey, we'd like to interview you for this. 
he's the first person I wanted to call and say, Dad, oh. <laughs> clip out, it's a Peloton. <laughs> community listens to it. They're going to interview me. My dad would have thought that was the coolest thing in the world. He wouldn't have understood what a podcast was. But, uh, <laughs> loved it. He would have told his friends I was going to be on you know, TV and whatever he thought a podcast was. He would, have, he would have thought that was the neatest thing in the world. So it'll be really hard, almost harder, believe it or not, not having him around. You know, last year there's this clip of him getting up during the last song we played, Hey Jude. My mom's name was Judy. We played Hey Jude last year as the last song. And my dad got really kind of overwhelmed and he gets up and starts dancing with my wife. I mean, if you can watch that without a dry eye, you are. <laughs> I can't even hear about yeah, it without like, a dry eye. It, it, it was hear like, it without the whole, like everyone you look around, it's like, I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> so to, you know, to not have him here really this year special. is going to be. Yeah, it's going to be neat. But to carry it on for them, you know, this year, our theme this year, I really want to put focus on people like my dad, who are the caregivers. You know, you know, these when you when you have these diseases in your family, you know, Parkinson's, cancer, these things that are so awful. You know, we think a lot about the person who has the disease, person who has the cancer, person who has the Parkinson's, and the person who cares for them sometimes gets left out on the side. And no one really, hey, how are you doing? How are you? You know, how are you responding to having to care for this loved one and take them to radiation or take them to their Parkinson's therapy? You know, they, they sometimes can get lost in the shuffle. So this year to honor my dad, you know, and still honor my mom, but to honor my dad, I'm really putting kind of the theme around the event this year is the caregiver. We call them, we call them corner men in the rock study boxing community. You know, corner men are corner women. They're the, the people who are supporting them. So I really want to kind of shine a light on on those people who sometimes can get forgotten about. I think what you're doing is absolutely wonderful. And your parents sound like a very, very special couple. Yeah, they're pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, when I was, it just, if you asked me that 30 years ago, I'm like, ah, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Old fashioned and this and that. And, but yeah, they were, you know, they just really thought that this was really great. And they, you know, my biggest thing with my mom is that, you know, I'd tell her, I'm like, mom, it sucks that you have this disease and, you know, you didn't deserve it. You did everything right. But damn it, we're going to, we're going to take this super negative and we're going to make it into something positive, you know? So it's, you know, down the road, you know, the, the coolest thing about team Fox is Michael J. Fox. will tell you, he said, we're in business to go out of business. He said, I want to, I want to fire all you guys. You know, this Team Fox, you know, it's a bunch of athletes on Team Fox, which are people like me who, you know, raise money for, for Michael J. Fox. Like, I, don't want, I don't want you people to have to go out and do this. I want to find a cure. So we're all out of jobs. That you know, would be I, wonderful. I kind of take that with this event. I'm like, I'm going to keep doing this until there's a cure. You know, if I'm 80 years old on the Peloton bike, I'm like, granted, it'll probably be a hologram and, you know, everything else. But <laughs> I'm going to be sitting on my Peloton bike riding all day being like, come on, send me your Bitcoin or whatever we're using for currency. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Okay, well, <laughs> let's turn it back to just a little bit more of Peloton. Um, so tell us about your favorite instructors, your favorite Peloton instructors. I'm a power zone guy. You know, I like riding to the music a little bit every now and then, but I am a, I love me some power zone, you know, so <laughs> Dennis or Dennis, who I like to call Jason Bateman now. Am I the only one who thinks he looks like Jason Bateman with short hair? Cause uh, I, like Jason I can see it a little bit, but... um. Yeah, a little bit. I didn't know he cut his hair. Like, I don't, you know, pay attention to as much stuff as I used to. All of a sudden, I hopped on a ride, and I'm like, huh? 
Oh my God. I can't believe you missed that. That was a whole thing. Well, I'm so fast, but I'm not, you know, I know, I know you, you ladies really, really, you know, yeah. It was Harrogate part two. <laughs> so yeah, no, I like part. So I, I was all, you know, I predominantly do Matt and Dennis rides and now I was super pumped. Like I, for years have been saying, why doesn't Christine do power zone? She's the one who wins all the damn medals. She should be doing right. And now she's finally doing it. And, uh, what is Olivia? I did, a, I think yesterday I did one of Olivia's rides. So it's nice to have some change up, you know, cause then the, the music's a little different and the style's a little different. So, you know, that's, yeah. that's my, power zone's my bread and butter. I do though. I probably do minimum four of those a week. You know, and I try and I do always like to do the 60 minute Saturday one. Well, so I'm, I, I'm glad they got you some more alternate options then, because just riding with one instructor all the time isn't as isn't as fun. That's my that's the hardest thing for me when it comes to power zone training or always had been is just only being able to ride with one or two instructors because I li- I love so many of the instructors. I always felt kind of hemmed in by that. So I'm glad they got you a true. little more. Well, I'll do uh, like Jen's like 80s rides. You know, and yeah. I used to do, I used to do Jennifer Jacobs 80s ride all the time on Friday morning. So I do those, those are kind of more my recovery rides when I ride to the music, I'll do those. So I like doing them. I just predominantly with, you know, being kind of busy all the time, like, okay, power zone. I know what I'm doing. I'm kind of a metric based guy. I like to, someone tell Absolutely. me the number I want you to hit, hit that number and not just kind of wing it. So that's kind of my. Well, and you, you know, you're getting kind of the biggest bang for your buck out of the power zone training. Like you can, you totally. can know that every time you get on to do one of those rides, you're definitely working on your output and getting stronger like that's always going to happen so that's definitely a good reason to do it except for they don't let them do enough max rides i think because it scares the crap out of everybody it does (laughs) it's so funny they need another word like there's a bad one since like october and i already did that one i'm like where are the max rides and i think it's because it scares people well just the word power zone i think scares most people it does uh and i will say and it is I just want to put a plug out there for Power Zone Max rides because I feel that they're actually way easier to do than a power a regular Power Zone ride because when you just have to hold the effort for 30 to 45 seconds or maybe even a minute, that's completely doable as opposed to doing like seven minutes at like a threshold. Like that's so hard for me. So I would much rather do the, the Max rides. Yeah, totally. It's more what people are used to. Is yep. go hard. You know, I, I, you know, when I w- even work with my own clients, I'm like, you need to learn that you don't have to go hard all the time. And that's what I like about power zone is, hey, work on your endurance. Hold a, hold a zone three for 11 minutes with Matt and see how that goes. Yeah, it's definitely working on your bike in a very different way. Yep. So uh, do you get to the studio very often? The New York one? I have been to twice now. So. I have to tease you. That's the only studio. Well, London, I guess. Oh, no. oh there's London. I was thinking <laughs> yeah, you was don't, thinking you don't stair, live yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, no, I went, we went, so every year, so I'll be back there in April. So I'll be in there beginning of April. Team Fox has a has a dinner for the Team Fox MVPs, they call them. And so oh, it's always, cool. in, always the beginning of April. So I'll be there the beginning of April. And then I brought my son to New York the end of October to uh, surprise to go see Billy Joel in concert. And my kids are big into nice. the Peloton. So him and I went and took a ride. Was that uh, during his birthday concert? Uh, I don't know. It wasn't I, his birthday. It was the end of October. 
Okay. I couldn't remember when his birthday was. I just know he did like a really big birthday concert at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, so. he like has a residency where he does like one show a month there. Yeah. But then there was one that was falling like on his birthday. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out a way to go to it. Yeah. And I failed. <laughs> I tell you what, if you go to Billy Joe, you know, and I'm not a local New Yorker, obviously, but so I did my homework. Like my son, who God love him, he likes good music, you know, and actually so do my other kids. Like they don't like the you know, some of the garbage kids listen to these days. <laughs> no, I know. It just sounded like a crotchety old man. Yes. But they, you know, he loves Billy Joel. And so okay, I, did boomer. On, <laughs> I did my homework on tickets and found out, hey, you sit behind the stage at Billy Joel because it's he doesn't have a bunch of big set and, right. and screens around. Yep. We sat right behind the stage, like up a little bit so we could see over the stuff. And his piano spins. Right. They yep. were the best seats. And they were, you know, compared to the other seats, they were way cheaper i mean still not cheap by concert standards at least sure. in the Midwest. it was so awesome we had so much fun he was like once in a lifetime experience and my son and i walked around like basically all in new york city we put on 20 miles in two days because he Good didn't like Lord. the subway he didn't like the subway <laughs> i can't, I can't imagine why yeah, yeah. Like, but uh yeah we saw garth brooks the same way and yeah. we sat behind the stage and he uses a similar setup which isn't shocking because garth brooks will tell you he's a huge billy joel fan yes and so but we sat behind the stage and it was great because he runs around ever. so much. Yeah. You're never getting a straight shot at him anyway. And he looked right up at our suite and waved at us. That yeah. was a fantastic. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, but yeah, Billy Joel's piano spins. And, and so it's like when it's in the round, they make a point to make sure that they're angling all differently. of the areas. So because they know that people are all around them, like they they uh-huh. go into that knowing. So. People, yeah. yeah, that's the secret. Like behind the stage seats aren't as bad as they used to be. Yeah, There's and and they're underpriced because perceptually people think they're bad and they're yeah. the last to sell. So, uh-huh. yeah, they were. The, the only bummer thing of our concert was no special guest. Like every month, like he's yeah. you know, John Jovi and this. I'm like, where's Paul McCartney? Where's the, he didn't have a special guest? I'm like, oh, but it was still a great show. So I don't, I don't want yeah. to complain. I was gonna, I was gonna send him a letter and complain, but I decided. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if he listens to this, does he have a Peloton yet? He could use one. Based on appearance, I'm gonna <laughs> no, say no. No. And well, he might, no. but it might just have you know his harmonica's hanging on it or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like somehow Jen Sherman would be the first to know if Billy yes. Joel got one. I that think that would, Yeah. Her story in the that whole airport story when she's oh listening my God. to his music. That's the greatest story I've ever heard. I love that story so much. Yes, uh-huh. it's my favorite. Oh, I don't know. The time she met Bruce Springsteen was also an amazing story. <laughs> well, I, I don't think I've heard that one. That's crazy. She told that story when she was on our podcast. Cool. Well, I got to <laughs> listen more. Jeez. <laughs> um, right, I'm going to start tuning out the instructors and listen to the podcast when I ride. And it's going to be your guys' fault. <laughs> it's worth it. Yes. Because you will know about things like Hairgate 2 when you listen. Exactly. <laughs> so do you have any like favorite stories from the studio? You know, from the studio, I mean just, you know, the the neat thing for me is is you know, my wife and I went there the first time and that was that was great. You know, my wife doesn't ride much. She'll ride our old other spin bike. God knows why. I, I don't understand it. Good question. Like, yeah, that's just, like, weird. Like, oh, I get... totally, like, you know, there's like scenic rides and you can hit a button that says just ride. And then you have these stats. I don't need stats. And she and she'll ride on our 
15 year old Livestrong bike. I don't, I do not understand your wife at all. Like I have, I can't, I cannot fathom that. So we went to the studio and it was fun. We went, this was when Jennifer Jacobs was still there. That was, well, I guess that was the last spring we went. But then when my son, Alex and I, when we came out to see Billy Joel to bring him there, you know, having my boys, we have three kids, we're a blended family. Alex and Garrett, my sons are both 15. They ride that thing. I would guess about the same amount of times I do a, a week and they come home from oh. school. I don't have to say anything anymore. They go ride or if it's a, a strength day, they, they work out, you know, cause I've, I'm, I have a personal training background, so I help them, but it's really neat that they get excited about it. And like taking Alex to the studio is like, this is so cool. You know, it was, it was just, it's really cool to like share that kind of thing with your kid, you know, and now for me knowing chances are my kids are going to grow up and this is going to be a part of their life. They're going to be hopping on these Peloton bikes and buy their own or buy the latest model when they're my age. And it's a, that was a pretty cool experience in the studios to ride with, ride with my son. That's very cool. Absolutely. So uh, what is your leaderboard name? It's Peloton for Parkinson's, but I took out a bunch of the vowels because it also doesn't fit. <laughs> so, and then people like put that in and like try and find them. I'm like, no, that's not the hashtag for the event. So it's actually, I have to look at it. It's P-E-L-T-N for the number four and then Parkinson without the S. That's the only way it'll fit. That's really funny. <laughs> only way it'll, it's the only way it'll fit in my leaderboard picture is our is our logo. And that's what everybody changes to. So everyone looks like me for one day in the Peloton community. Oh, I bet you love that. <laughs> for so many reasons. <laughs> the coolest thing is there's some people who just left it. Like I went into <laughs> class like the other day. I'm like, hey, you look like me. And I give them a little, I give them a little high five. It's so funny. Like, I think that's cool that they left it. I'm sure it's just because they didn't feel like changing it. But hey, great. Good job. Yeah, they probably had trouble changing it, and they're just like, well, screw it. Oh, they're stuck with it. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you have any advice for people who are just getting started with their bike or their tread? I think that, you know, Matt brought up a really cool thing a few months ago. He talked about the number one thing when you're starting out, you know, not even just Peloton or the bike or the tread, but just when you're, you know, a lot of people that this time of year starting out on fitness journey is that when you start out, it's all about frequency. You know, don't worry about how hard you go. Don't worry about how many watts you create, how many miles. Worry about how many times do you get on the bike a week. Don't worry about for how long, 10-minute ride, 20-minute ride. Worry about frequency, not meaning seven days a week, but get your frequency established so you get in that habit and then start working on maybe some duration and a little bit more effort. You know, if there's a day you don't feel like it, get on and do a 10-minute scenic ride. You know, just worry about, make that number one focus when you when you first get on the bike of the tread, focus on frequency. If it's set a goal of three days a week, four days a week, whatever it is, hit your frequency goal, then start bringing in the other things, the, the effort, the intensity, you know, the duration, that kind of thing. I think that when people focus on frequency, they get that habit. And that's where you start getting that habit of, you know, how you feel after you work out. You're like, ooh, I want to go do this. Now, all of a sudden, you're doing it four or five times a week. And then you start getting stronger and that other stuff just don't match naturally happen. But if you can focus on that frequency up front, I think people are going to have a lot, a lot better chance of success and sticking with it. So it doesn't become a coat rack. That's great advice. Yeah. So where can people actually find you on social media if you would like to be found? Yeah. So you can just look up my name. So Eric, E-R-I-C, not K. There's, you know, there's an ongoing, ongoing battle between the Eric C's and the Eric K's. I'm a C. Tostrude, so T O S is in Sam, 
T is in Tom, R U D is in David. So I'm on Facebook there, personal page. I actually have just like a page where I post my fitness stuff because, you know, sometimes people don't like you posting about fitness all the time. <laughs> personal. You guys, I'm sure, know how that is. Well, one of you. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm blissfully unaware. <laughs> and then Peloton for Parkinson's has its own Facebook page, has its own Instagram account, Twitter, but I don't tweet that much on there unless it gets pushed there. <laughs> You know, gotcha. but that's, you know, primarily most of the communication I do with the, with the event itself is through either my personal page or the, the Peloton for Parkinson's page, which hopefully here in the mail anytime soon is going to be officially its own 5013C. So we're going to nice. officially be a, our own charity organization, which will just kind of help do a bunch of different things. So very exciting. Awesome. Well, well done. And how well, you feel about Eric's with a K. That's how I feel about Tom's with an H. <laughs> That's like when you meet another Tom, you go H or no H. You know, yeah. if they say H, you're like, you're like, dial it down, top fancy. hat. <laughs> Don't need to be so uh, fancy. Exactly. Yeah. See? <laughs> See, you know what I'm talking about. It's like my wife. My, anytime I bring that up, my wife's like, "Why do you always say that? It's so stupid." I'm like. That's I'm like, that's because you just don't buy into it, even though you should, because your name's Sarah with an H and you really should hate people with Sarah without the H. Right. Yeah. And there's like a thousand different ways to spell crystal, but there's only one real way, which is (laughs) C-R-Y-S-T-A-L, because that is the actual word spelling. So all the other ones are wrong. I'm just kidding, all you crystals out there. I'm not upset about it. <laughs> You're not kidding. You just lost like 200 off your fan base right there. <laughs> and, now, and I probably lost 200 riders that are Eric with a K. <laughs> I'm sure they wouldn't have made it all day anyway because, you know, they're Eric's with Ks. Wow, oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's too late. They're yes. gone. <laughs> They're out now trying to spread Parkinson's. <laughs> oh, They're actively conspiring against you. <laughs> oh my god, it's terrible. <laughs> well, you know, that's what's always funny. So you think about these charities, you know, and mine's named the same. Charities are always something for something, right? I've yeah. always looked at my the name Peloton for Parkinson's. I was thinking it. <laughs> I'm I not like, for it. I'm against it. Yeah. You can't see. You kind of got it. It's kind of one of those things you got to follow the crowd, even right. though I really think it's stupid. But it's just, I was it's I like, was showing restraint by not asking. I was like, why are you, why are you doing it? Yeah, correct. It's just like for cancer. You're not for yeah. cancer. You're against why, cancer. Why would you go and it. try and help this? <laughs> yeah, because oh you know why? Because then I because if if I had to say against, it wouldn't be able to fit on a t-shirt. It'd be it really yeah. wouldn't. Oh, it's on against. You know, Parkinson's is a long disease. Yeah. So I had to. I wanted to use the four. That's yeah. the only reason, because I, I hear you. When I did it, I thought the same thing, but what are you going to do? Yeah, it's just kind of the rhythm now, so you just got to roll with it. Yeah, whatever works. Yeah. Whatever gets you the most attention right. so that there can be the awareness, that's what you got to do. <laughs> got it. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your day to join us. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you, guys. I really I really appreciate you having me on. And, and again, the, you know, the community that listens to this, you, you guys that you know, got involved in this in 2016 and continue to get involved in it. Just know, even though I don't get to talk to all of you, how very much I appreciate it. My mom appreciated it. My dad appreciated it. My family appreciated it. such a neat thing. You know, we've got a video of my mom 
just this real quick one and I cut it out and it, you know, she says at the end, she says, love you, love you Peloton. And <laughs> it's one of the things I cherish, you know, because my mom got it. This, this event wouldn't have been happening without the people who gave me this bike. And then the community that has been built by this bike, you know, it wouldn't be a thing, you know, and we're, we're at $75,000 and counting that we've raised as a community to help fight Parkinson's. And that's just awesome. So I thank all you guys for that. Well, it's a great thing you've been doing and here's hoping you never have to do it again. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully by next year, we're like, screw it. And we'll move on to something else. And the next cause we're going to say against. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> against Love it. The virus. <laughs> Although just to really confuse people, you should call it like, Against cancer research. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh Lord. It's just yeah. the way his brain works. Yeah. It's kind of a tick. God, you, you might want to hook some stuff up to that thing. <laughs> People would be interested in learning learning about that. I don't know that they would. <laughs> they might be scared. Yeah. So- so, and, and I would like to put a challenge out there to you that, you know, I, I know you don't work out and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I would kind of think, I mean, you know, giving you my sob story, my mom passed away, <laughs> my dad passed away. I mean, not to be joking about it, but my mother-in-law, my mom's mom, who I absolutely loved, passed away at my dad's funeral last summer, believe it or not. Oh, my oh, God. God. Whoa. Yeah, oh, yeah it's been a, it was a banner year in 2019. My wife and I brought in 2020 with two fingers in the air. So I would think after hearing this sob story that you could at least hop on the bike and do, isn't there like a 25-minute ride at like 930 in the morning most days? How I would, would I know? It, I, well, you know, <laughs> I, I would think at least you could hop on there and just do one for my mom or my dad or, you know. I mean, Tom, I don't think that's too much to ask. It's at a mall that you should have like a. You could like, do it on right like, here in the basement. Like a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> Something for my speed. <laughs> Tom, if you do, Tom, I'll make you How a deal. If you, have, if you, for every minute you spend on the Peloton bike on April twenty fourth, two thousand twenty, which is the date of Peloton for Parkinson's, every minute you're on there, I will do ten burpees videotaped. <laughs> Why so would I do that to you? You get ten burpees. <laughs> and Tom, he just said sit on it. He didn't even say you had to pedal. Well, there's that. You should have been an attorney. <laughs> That's a good loophole you found. (laughs) He's uh, Tom is super uncomfortable right now. (laughs) Just so you know, you uh, you are making him squirm. It's great. Well, I also have to pee. (laughs) Sometimes guilt works. I mean, it's whatever whatever brings the dollars in and gets the people involved. And sometimes, if it's got to be guilt, it's got to be guilt and shame. It's for a good cause. Tom, it's for a good qua- cause. Well, I hate, there are so many good causes. You hate to just single out but one. But he's you know? trying to double it this year. Just think how many people would love to see you ride. <laughs> I just bet think. people listening right now, I bet that we could get the who, uh, however many people listen to this podcast, everybody donate a dollar for every minute that you're on during a class. Boy, that would raise a whole lot of, you know, that might be, Tom, the tipping <laughs> to find the cure. But, you know, if you don't want to, you know, find a cure for Parkinson's, <laughs> you know, I, I understand. I mean, you know, like you said, there's other diseases. You know, why, you know, why find a cure, you know, for 
you know, this terrible disease. I mean, God, I mean, you have to ride a bike. Oh, that's awful. So I totally get it. I, I, I totally get it. Oh, my God. Your guilt is working yeah. on me. <laughs> what? He said he understood. <laughs> what are you, Sheldon from Big Bang? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. It's, that actually is what true. Is <laughs> Oh, well, it's all up to you now, Tom. Okay, duly noted. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is awkward now. I don't even know how to end this. (laughs) Thank you. We're not going to get a commitment out of it, so, you know. Maybe we'll just start a uh, spam campaign on his Facebook page until he says yeah. That might work. Yeah. There you go. Well, I really, I really appreciate you guys taking the taking the time to talk to me. It, it means a lot to me, and you know, hopefully, it'll it'll help get the get the word out and get even more people in our community involved. So, we will do Absolutely. our best to help any way we can. So, definitely, don't forget to send me that video so I can post about it. And I will do my I best will. to help almost any way I can. <laughs> yeah, and maybe maybe I'll I'll send Tom the clip of my mom saying "Love you, Peloton," and then we'll see if you get on the bike. Oh or my maybe God, my dad dancing with my wife. What, what what's it going to take, Tom? <laughs> You better send him both. <laughs> he has a heart of stone. And I'm pretty stubborn. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, well, again, thank you very yes, much, Yes, thank Eric. you very much. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Whew. I know. That was a rough one. I, I, Especially yeah. for me there at the end. He was... <laughs> he, you got the hard sell. I did get the hard sell. It's been happening a lot lately. I'm pretty stubborn, though. Oh, I know. I don't know if you've ever noticed or not, mm. but sometimes I can be stubborn. <laughs> I I think my current theory for my stubbornness, uh-huh. sexually transmitted. <laughs> so what, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? I'm still laughing. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk to Melissa Bazarian, and I have no idea if I'm saying her name correctly. That's terrible of me. Well, you will know her from Facebook as Melissa or Mel BZ. Gotcha. That is, that's her Facebook name. Well, it's sort of a rite of passage for us to pronounce your name wrong. Yeah, I've been getting lots of messages just in general lately about all the things we pronounce wrong. Uh, somebody actually sent me one that we pronounced wrong from like Boston, Massachusetts area right. last year. Oh, they, gotcha. they let me know. Ah. And and they were telling me in fun. They well, weren't yeah. being mean. We got the name of one of their hamlets wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. Whoops. We said it. We really butchered it. Yeah. So that's, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and accept it because if I, if I said it right, then I would live near you and I don't live near you. So there. So. Yeah. I promise you there's <laughs> lots of stuff around St. Louis that you would think you're saying it right and mm-hmm. you're not. That's so true. It is weird to have your pronunciation corrected by people from a town that says Ka. Instead of car, yeah, that's that's fair. So it would, yeah. We all fair. have our quirks. We do. We say we wash yeah. instead of wash. It drives me nuts. Yes, it does me too. But yeah. a lot of people do it, including my mother. Yeah, ah. highway farty far, farty far. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> until next week, where can people find you? Ah, uh, I hope in this house. Although I'm going a little batty, yes. if you can't tell, guys. You can find me at Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, The Bike, and of course The Tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group, of course, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure and click subscribe so you never miss an episode. And then go to our website, TheClipOut.com. Sign up for our newsletter. 
enter our contest for a free tonal. All sorts of stuff for you there. And uh, yeah, I guess that's all of that. So thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. And washing your hands. Yes, wash your hands. <laughs>